Do you know who is or was Jane Kristen Marchevsky? Or, as she was perhaps better known, Nightbird? No. Jane Marchevsky, aka Nightbird, was a singer who died of cancer just over a year ago. She was only 31 when she passed away. She became widely known in June 2021 when she appeared on the TV show America's Got Talent with her own song, It's Okay. By that time, she had been fighting cancer for several years and had come to realization which she expressed as follows. It's important that everyone knows I am so much more than the bad things that happened to me. You can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. When she commented on her possible hope for the future, it touched me deeply. She said, I have a 2% chance of survival, but 2% is not 0%. 2% is something and I wish people knew how amazing it is. In the song that made her famous, she tells the story of how she moved from, from Ohio to California in hopes of leaving all her problems behind. Of course, it didn't work out until she finally realized that instead of lying to herself, she had to accept with gratitude what she had been given without waiting for supposed better times that probably would never come. This song and the story of this singer, by the way, she was a very talented singer, reminded me of another person and another story from a completely different time and from a different country, even from another continent, but still somewhat similar in essence. His name was Artur Eiliksar. He was an Estonian poet, a poet whose life and fate were highly tragic including the fact that none of his poems appeared in print during his lifetime. He was born 100 years ago in 1923, graduated from high school and studied at the university for a few years until he was drafted into the German army which occupied Estonia at that time. After the end of the Second World War, he hid in the forest for five years. 
was arrested by the Soviet regime in 1949 and sent to a prison camp. When he was released eight years later, he was not allowed to return to his homeland. Despite this, he secretly came to Estonia and lived the rest of his life in hiding in a dirt-floored shed, doing odd jobs to survive with his wife and baby son who suffered with pneumonia due to poor living conditions. At the same time, he wrote many great and beautiful but often extremely tragic poems. He died of cancer in 1966, aged 43. His poems were first published two years after his death. One of them goes like this. I translate it not as poetry, but more or less literally, hoping that you will understand what he is saying. You are born, though you must die. You will fall in love, even though you will be disappointed. Sometimes, without looking, your soul finds something beautiful that is so wonderful and at the same time so sad. I am a desert in a wicked drought. I carry within me a refreshing well so far away that I will never reach its water and will suffer from terrible pains of thirst. I get wounded on the battlefield of dreams. I can't and don't want to hide my wounds. I am a ship whose port is on a continent which has not yet risen from the ocean. Is it possible to write something more tragic and hopeless? Just think. I am a desert in a wicked drought. I carry within me a refreshing well so far away that I will never reach its water. I am a ship whose port is on a continent which has not yet risen from the ocean. And yet the same poet has given us what I think are some of the most hopeful lines ever written. There are no better or worse times. There is only the moment we are in now. What has begun has no end. Everything that is beautiful lasts forever. There are no meaningless times. The meaning may just not be clear to us now. Every moment we have will remain forever, even if our senses don't perceive it right now. The source of life and hope for both of them, that young singer and that tragic Estonian poet, 
was their Christian faith. That's why I'm talking about them and why today's gospel reminded me of their stories. On the evening before he himself suffered and died, our Lord thought not so much of himself as of his disciples and encouraged them with these words. Behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now come, that ye shall be scattered every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. When Jesus foretold that his disciples would be scattered, he primarily meant that they would flee when they saw what was being done to him. However, I am absolutely sure that Jesus looks with the same caring and forgiving eye upon all other fears that might scatter his disciples and us, and sometimes even make us doubt his love. If we think about the last hours of Jesus' earthly life, we know that he was also afraid and cried out in anguish to his father, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Jesus knows and understands our pain and anguish. And because he is one with his Father, we can say with full confidence that God, our Father himself, feels our pain and anguish through and through. Believe me, God not only knows when we suffer, whether spiritually or physically, but he suffers with us. He is not far from any of us. We can safely say with St. Augustine that God is closer to us than we are to ourselves. As Jesus said about himself, I am not alone because the Father is with me. We can say the same. We, might, we may be sure, like that young singer, Nightbird, that it's okay if you are lost. We are all a little lost, and it's all right. Of course, this does not apply unconditionally. It is true only if we know and believe that being lost in ourselves, we are found by God, our Father, who cares for us in his beloved children as his beloved children and will never forget or forsake us. We may also say 
with that tragic Estonian poet I spoke of before, that if we, left to ourselves, were like a ship on the high seas, a ship whose port has not yet risen from the ocean, or like a well in the desert, the water which we will never reach, then in God we have both the source of the living water and the promised land to which he leads us. We don't have to wait for some hypothetical better times because God, who is eternal love, is always there. Jesus is a realist and wants us to be realists. That's why he says, says in today's gospel, in the world ye shall have tribulation. Immediately adding, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Nothing. Nothing could be better and more hopeful. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen.